Odom? Good evening. Okay. So uh, let me, uh, let me, uh, oh, okay. So we're on. Okay. What's up, Odom? <laughs> I thought, of, I thought of, I, what, what were the uh, things you had to do? And I, I can edit to, this too. To let my phone know something. It's, a, it's like, it was like five. Oh, okay. But then it asked All me right. to, back to just click in um, this podcast. All right, cool. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna start the interview now. So um, welcome to Philly Word Live, my uh, rebooted uh, podcast. And tonight I'm gonna have uh, Yumi Odom. Yumi Odom is a what 35 year educator here in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, he's a founder of. ECBOC, which is the East Coast Black Age of Comics Convention, and also the founder of the Freytor Heyru Institute. And um, we're going to be talking tonight uh, about human race studies, which is a, a class that the Institute has. But we want to discuss that in regards to what's going on in the news and in society today. Uh, we're going to define what human race studies is, as well as uh, a term that Yumi Odom uh, created called white female brain syndrome. So uh, mm -hmm. welcome, Odom. <laughs> welcome to Philly Word Live podcast. And uh, if I missed anything, you could you could fill them in. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> talking about what what exactly is human race studies well human race studies i actually started spring of 1990 um as a way to introduce temple university and temple to critical thinking not to be confused with mind critical race theory that people still have no idea about what they're talking. So, so it was what a is to, to connect people really just um, people always talked about and, inter, and interracial relationships and at the same time there was some schizophrenia because they want to say that all people are human. If we're all human there are no relationships unless someone or Venus, or something like that. But among interests, or ethnic maybe is the better term, but they've been using these terms for the 100 using them. And so people are thoroughly confused about human race studies, which might now be called like anti-racism studies. But you can't do define what race and racism are and these folks really have not so that so what exactly is race what is what is race well we look at depending on who's talking about an operational definition that means basically anybody who's in this human family sapiens on the planet who are just for ethnic categories they're not 
bases of people. From the, they had about 150 different races classified over the last 100 years, but that was really just on the phenotype. And phenotype is what people look like. But the way that you prove that a, a, a mammal or any, any animals are the same family is if they can reproduce one another. Humans can do that for the most part. There's a human race, even if we get maybe Neanderthals, Cro-Magnon, Homo sapiens, they're still part of a human race because they can interbreed. And so politically, all these terms are made up separate people being just human beings, although we do have some different traits. Okay, and you mentioned uh, PASEP. What, what's PASEP? Uh, Temple's really only based program uh, found in 1975, it was off campus in the community until 1979. When it was brought onto campus and connected to the Pan African Department or the Afro Asian Institute, which it was called before it was a department. Uh, when I came to Philadelphia for grad school in '88, the past up, and I was there from the fall of 88 until the spring of 2008 was uh, deconstructed and moved off of the campus. Okay. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, that was, that was Temple's number one intellectual fulcrum. There's no intellectual spaces in this city. They're academic spaces, but there's not intellectual space. Okay, so 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 why why is human race studies necessary? Well, it's really at the core, not just here in Philadelphia, but in the actual U.S. and world. Um, as we know, racism, the pathology of so-called white race supremacy, is a worldwide system impacts every single person. I mean, for, mo for the most part, people have these concepts embedded in their why there's so much depression, so many other pathologies, so much fear, because they're still living through a racist paradigm. It's pathological. So when you say it's pathological, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> the way that people think about humankind really is a defect. System impacts the human continuum. People who really don't believe that there is a human race, and they say they believe it, their behavior shows that they don't believe it. And comes in. When you're looking at other people and you think, for some reason, totally separate and distinct from them, and that there's someone under you or us or someone above you. So, you know, these terms white and black, those are political terms. Black is bad. White is the top, black is the bottom. And that's how 99.9% of this human 
caves. White is the best, black is the worst. Others who are seen as in between are of being white or black. And so these terms, people of color, um, BIPOC, shenanigan terms that really are just trash. It's best to talk about people in terms of ethnicities and or nationalities. People, our youth are bearing the brunt of that confusion. They don't have a clue where they stand in all of this. Right. So, so, so that's a that's a good segue to our youth. You know, there, there's um, there's this thing called uh, what is it called? Where, where, where people are um, this like a lot of people are dealing with their their sexuality or their gender. Um, what is that all about? That's a whole nother shop um we have a class human sexuality that covers all of that um that what we class how you bring the brunt of that as well and they're losing at it thoroughly confused there are um cliche one of them is human sexuality is fluid it is not fluid it's malleable it can be bent but it's not fluid. The other, as if you're pouring water. But because we don't have real access, and then those who do have children, they don't know how to, to discuss these issues. So that's really destroying this younger generation. It's, it's, it's called gender dysphoria, where they really don't understand what's happening to them. And they're being exposed are dysfunctional. So we always talk about in terms of people being lesbian or gay, that if you're a woman who likes women sexually, that somehow you're going to be a man. You follow me? Right. Or if you're a boy, boys are going to be a woman because you'll never be one. Why not accept yourself as you are but the issue comes the adults in their environments are the ones who kind of make them not able to deal with those issues. Well, is that an actual, is that an actual, uh, is that an actual thing? Cause you know, many people say that uh, being gay is something that is learned. And then you have other people who say that being gay is something that is just naturally within the person. Well, it depends on the person. Some people are traumatized in that way, but through our history of 10 years, this has always existed. And there are at least three genders, all these 25 different shenanigan genders, but that's all more trauma, right? People who are heterosexual, no male, male, and then you have some people who are twinned naturally. That they might. And what be is that? What's 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 they, being twinned? They might be hermaphrodites, or they might be mentally hermaphroditic, and that just means that they have a young female. All of us, have that. but in some people, you can actually see it. 
physically hermaphroditic, that means you have you have a vagina. Or if you're a woman in that category, you'll have a vagina, but you're going to be the size of a thumb, if not bigger. And for the male, sometimes genitalia, but underneath the scrotum, you'll see like an opening for a vagina. It depends on the development, but that happens for some people. And when people look, the vast majority of tend to be African people. And why is that? Well, whatever reason it might be. I'm thinking, if you're thinking that Africans are the first people, they're going to have a, of this range of humanity, which would include people who are hermaphroditic. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of um, medical things being done with, uh, with people who say that 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 they are um if they're born a male they feel like they're a female or if they're born a, a female they feel like they're male and then there's you know you have the um you know the medical world that's uh giving them hormone therapy and all that kind of stuff where, where does that come into play and and is that something that should be done these are more classes that people need. You have to wait until the child is older. You can't just go along with what a child might say to he or she feels, right? And also keep in mind, in the medical field, these people are just whatever dope they have. So the more people you open their drugs, the more money you're going to make so that the medical field is not necessarily interested in what is actually happening to sell some dope. So the idea to the family structure, you have adults who are able to deal with these different issues. How does a four-year-old child tell you that he is a girl? And then you go, how does a girl tell you that she's a boy? So you have to have a family structure about these issues so people have to do their own research and they can't just jump the gun and go with what's happening that's pervasive in the society right now with, with just about anything most of these things are distractions because people will get lost what seems like it's critical but a lot of it's minutia we have to let young into themselves see then to happen. And even if that is the case, who says they need to have hormones to be different with the body that you have? But you have to have a family and people who can talk about these. Most people talk about them because so most of them we've spoken to call them Christian Muslims and they were they use the book those books only as they see fit. So they'll be anti-gay but they won't pick out the other 99 quote-unquote sins in those books that they themselves practice. They have some critical thinking ability because that what we see now currently especially young people out in the street having sex, whoring them 
those like uh, what's the term they use now? Ex, um, they wouldn't do that if their families accepted them as they were, and then you work with them. Use the way that's where they go the street, and it might seem like acceptance, but not being accepted, they're being used. So, you you know, there's a um, there's this uh, there's a swimmer who uh, she, it's a it's a it's a he was born a man, and he says that he's uh, he he feels like a woman, and he's actually been allowed to swim against uh, against women, but he's a he's a man, but he feels like he's a woman. He still has a penis, but he's competing against women. What? What is? What's? What's that all about? You <laughs> <laughs> this all of the this here podcast talking. These are classes because this requires some critical thinking. Um, so there are a whole bunch of memes about this where they show him like being one hundred and forty fifth ranked with men swimmers. But now he's number one with women swimmers. A lot of the people not wanting to be um, when they critique happen, and that the segue into what you mentioned earlier: white female. Bro- yeah, what is that? This is why when you black, but people need to be in it. Uh, the, it's it's the idea that most people are informed by how the political has been traumatized. And this is where you focus. So the white woman, which is a real thing, and it was the black is a European woman who is within her own culture. But these same ones who share their ideas and thoughts in the for the most part, and they make up the vast majority of the teachers are exposed to. And so when people talk, they're talking from the framework of this woman traumatized within her own culture. Women are the ones who convey culture in 90% of the human population. People are raised by their mothers or some other woman. But women are the ones who take the culture and they pass it children directly. In that culture, these women are passing along these notions of quote unquote white race supremacy and things and their notions of feminism. Even when they define feminism, it's supposed to be a balance of something. Most of this is imbalanced. European, the Europeans in general have to really rethink their culture and how they interact with the world. So back to the here's where people keep getting caught up. Nobody wants to be critiqued talking about people who are gay or lesbian or trans. So they're afraid to talk about the real issue. So in this case, he's still a man. They can give all the hormones he wants or that they want to give him, but he is still going to be a man. 
Even if they cut his penis, he is still a man. Person of I identify as has become something real to people. Remember the woman, uh, identifying as black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so people accept it. Identify as whatever you want. It doesn't make you that. And when about I identify as a man or woman, that they can never explain it because you you can identify. That's just saying it. There's, there's a a forty something year old adult male who said twelve year old girl. Well, in his house he can do that, but if you come in the street, you're not a twelve year old girl. But people are afraid to say that because they don't want to be ostracized, like they're targeting. Or they have some kind of phobia. This is not about phobia. This is reality. So if you're in your house, you can wear a skirt as a 12-year-old girl and run around the house with your family or whatever. But when you come out into the public, you are not a 12-year-old girl. Or if you're a man, because you put in say that by identify as a woman, you are not a woman. As things recently. A lot of these people aren't even able to define what a woman is. Of course, you can define what a woman is or a man. We're, they're, they're operational definitions that we say they're definitions that work, that people already agreed on, is gun shy because they don't want to be put on the spot having to clarify what is actually already clear. So, what is a woman? Well, you know. The uh, the uh, supreme the new Supreme Court justice apparently couldn't uh, define what a woman is in, in her confirmation hearing. I didn't watch any of that, but I think I might have seen a clip. Um, he didn't do so. She wasn't trying to go along with their shenanigans, but she could have wrapped it up very quick. We know what a woman is, and a woman is a what? What is a woman? A woman is a uh, is an adult. Female. Female human. And so what makes her female? A vagina and ovary. As she develops, she's bigger, small, female. That's it's 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 nothing that's that difficult. But they're walking on eggshells. That's what a woman is. Female human. An adult female squirrel is not a woman. Right? An adult female right. cat is not a woman. We know what a woman is, but a man is an is an adult uh uh adult male <laughs> human, uh, right? human being, yeah. They would they would be some physical traits, would have pen, would have a scrotum, would not have breasts, but sometimes they have have breasts. But that doesn't make them a woman. Right. We we do know what those things are, but they're caught up in this here, this pathology where they're really to talk about actual issues because these are distractions. The time that people have in the last five, six years, they're not able to address the real issues. And all that to pathology of racism. 
that impacts every single thing. It, it, it has reduced critical thinking to almost zero. Hmm. So, so we have about five more minutes, right? So let's go back to the swimmer because the, the swimmer, it made me think about something that the swimmer is swimming against women and he has on a uh, like a bathing suit, a women's ba bathing suit. So any man that puts on something that generally a woman wears could call themselves a woman, according to them. Well, that's why the critical thinking is important, because it's not just trappings. You know, we were growing that was really just called transvestitism. And all that means is cross-dressing. Now, all of your male, your phenotypic parts, but if you put on the dress, you're just, you're literally a transvestite. But those things have been kind of frowned upon because it's going back to this white female brain syndrome where people address the real issues. Hey, when you talk to people in other interviews, that's how they feel about talking about these that any human should be able to talk about. Anyone with any thinking capacity about these topics passionately. This is not phobia. So the word, as you know with the Institute, is on the use of words. You have to have operational definition. We look the etymology so that when you're talking about a topic, you're not defensive. You've done research, you've done the work, just talking about what we know as things are right now. We believe we do know that we have a group on in terms of what is. Why not just with the self that you are? But part of that is because the, the family society is not really direct those components of human development. Of the family structure is really at the core of this. And then, of course, dynamics of the pathology and racism. And then you have this mess that So, so the few. So the problem, as you see, female brain syndrome. Well, probably the real issue comes from pathology of racism. Part of it is that Europeans have not really looked at their own, because you see a whole lot of posts on Facebook and elsewhere talk about white culture. They can't define it because there is no culture. Culture that they're talking about is the pathology of racism. European Americans have to go back to the actual white culture. Once you keep saying, it's like saying Confederate culture, right? There's nothing good about that for people in general. It's your own culture, cultures, your English cultures, whatever other cultures you have. You have to look at that point. Once you start there, it's going to relieve some of this depression. Most folks behave as they do because they feel empty. They don't see that they have a part in this world. So they have like the so-called black. 
and then you're say, well, where's our month? You have every. You just can't see it because you you see yourself. You have to see yourself as an actual culture. And don't. So that most people don't even say European Americans. They might say African Americans, Afro Americans, and then they'll say white. Well, there is no white. That's shenanigans. There are no people of color. They use that term. These those are all distracting. Everybody comes from a culture. And when yeah. you say people of color, it all it still exceptionalizes your because the people who are so called not still the Europeans. You still put them in a category all by themselves and you lump all these other people in the world as one group. There are people of color. Every single person has color. That's trash talk. That's why they keep getting stuck. They don't trust humanity without being caught in of racism. Right. So if if anyone wants to uh, get in contact with you, they want to take some of the classes, how do they get in contact with you, Yumi? I was... But, um... <laughs> Uh, go to our website, triple w, the Freitor Heyru Institute, T H E T O R H E R U Institute, I N S T U T E dot org, and leave us a message. Uh, we can arrange either Zoom classes or small in-person classes. To. That's the best way to contact us. Or my number is public at 908-334-1793. And we have a host oh. of classes still, but uh, we topic anybody is seriously interested in. We have rites of passage, which covers all of them. And we have the topics also separated out, human sexuality, Human race studies and whatever else anybody wants, we have a can come. All right, so we're we're going to have you back on the Fully Word Live podcast. But this was a great uh, interview, and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll get some uh, responses and people understand a little bit better about um, human race studies, uh, racism as well as white female brain syndrome. <laughs> so thank you for joining us, you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, take care. Thank you.